Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 33 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Flip Screen Games Podcast, all about Valve's hot new handheld. I'm your host, Stephen Radford, joined as always by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Max Wright. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. <laughs> How you doing, Max? I'm very good, thank you very much. I think both of us have got voice issues this week, so this this could be a painful listen for some people, but... Uh... You know, see, if you're a new listener, they would have never had any idea. You should never talk about it. I just sound like I've got a a deeper voice than usual. I was too busy screaming at a a concert last night, The Midnight. If anyone listens to The Midnight, let me know, because they're my favourite band, and um, no one seems to know who they are, apart from from Sierra and the uh, Discord. Uh, But anyway, this week we're going to talk about a few things. I think both of us have a little bit of a rant about the Last of Us Part 1 and how it performs, not yeah. only on Steam Deck, but also on PC. Seems to be a pretty bad PC port. I'm interested to hear from you, Max, how uh, it's been playing on your on your big rig as well as the deck. Um, but also some exciting news. Dolphin's coming to Steam, and we've got a couple of questions down in the question block. Um, so let's get right to it. The Last of Us Part 1 finally came to PC. It had a small delay from the kind of beginning of the HBO series to, to now. Uh, which people thought, great, you know, it's going to be polished up, same usual Naughty Dog treatment, get it get it working and, and polished as, as much as they can. And uh, it's not been a great experience for me, at least, and I think uh, that seems to be the consensus. The reviews over on Steam are, are still mostly negative. We've had yeah. only one small 36 megabyte patch, which finally got some patch notes a day after. Seems they've just added in some additional telemetry so they can log... Um, any additional crashes that are happening. Um, like you're first greeted when you open it with just uh, uh, compiling shaders. And I'm fine to compile shaders, but when it takes an hour and a half on a Steam Deck, it's it's pretty yeah. egregious. It just sits there. We recorded an entire episode of, of Nintendo Noise. Uh, I had it going in the background, I went back to it, and it finally sort of like kicked in at the end of it. Um, but yeah, it's not even wasn't even worth me actually loading the game in the end because yeah, that these issues seem to be pretty prevalent on you know on great PCs, let alone on Steam Deck. So uh, not that Steam Deck's not a great PC, but you know you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's a lower powered handheld, right? But when you're even playing on something with like a, you could be playing this on on a machine with an RTX 3080, and it won't matter because yeah. there seems to be a pretty bad memory leak in the game, whereby it's it chews through essentially all of your system memory. And then when it's ran out, it'll just crash the game. I've actually not had a single crash on the steam deck. And I think that's because I changed the UMA frame buffer in the BIOS, which uh, I know um, a few people in the community did after we spoke about on last week's episode. Um, We did have a bit of a PSA from, from someone in the Discord. I forgot your name, unfortunately, that it doesn't work with uh, the, I think it's the Master Chief Collection, the Halo Master Chief Collection, or it might be Halo Infinite. Um, and so your mileage may vary. You may have to jump back in and, and swap it out. But for The Last of Us, at least, it made it playable. I was able to get into the game once the shaders compiled after an hour and a half. I was finally able to to get into the game. And the, the cutscenes, initially, it was very positive. It looked great. It was running well. It came with a, a pretty sensible default, I would say, in terms of um, in terms of the the graphics. Uh, so it wasn't all set to low. Uh, Naughty Dog had clearly done some kind of customization there, where 
it knew it was a Steam Deck and it set some things to medium, some things to low, automatically put FSR2 on quality mode. Mm-hmm. And it looked it looked pretty good, but the performance was terrible. It was like chugging at like under 30 frames per second. And it was not a great experience when you, once you start getting into the gameplay. I don't know how, how you've experienced it, Max. <sighs> Pretty much exactly the same as you. I turned off FSR uh, 2.0, same as the, which I think you suggested to do. Uh, just sort of like actually have it set at uh, more of a low setting um, and sort of, excuse me. <clears throat> but even then, like I couldn't get like a decent um, playable performance out of it. And when you think about games like Spider-Man uh, and Days Gone that you've played and God of War and Horizon, things that sort of have not been comparable on the steam deck to the ps5 which makes sense because the steam deck's a much lower powered smaller device um i think that that this is just like so much worse than that and for anyone experiencing the game for the first time this would not be a great way to do it playstation or uh, playstation games are very you know they're built for the playstation they are supposed to be like um you know rock solid quality you know great performance things you know things that you get in like god of war which is locked at 60 fps uh whether you're playing on ps4 or ps5 and it looks incredible wherever you play it it's a shame to have that probably their biggest game and the one that seems to be the, the one that people are clamoring for most on the pc and steam deck <coughs> um it's a shame that that's the one that's not really um yeah well, I mean, it's not the, really it's kind performing of their, that well. their crowning jewel right we've just had a big prestigious hbo series about it they've clearly wanted to capitalize on that by releasing mm-hmm. it on pc but i think it's it's truly terrible that they've released a game in this state the the fault has to lie at at playstation whether that's naughty dog or whether it's the playstation executives that wanted to push this game out there's no way these issues weren't identified before it got released yeah. it, it it doesn't even run well on a big pc let alone a steam deck and and that's a real shame because it is a game that i, I know a lot of people were excited about it has been stuck on playstation as an exclusive until now and you know that's fine exclusives are a, a way that sony were that was their strategy right was we make exclusives people buy our consoles and they were in the market selling boxes that's clearly shifted in the last few years and i feel like this is the worst pc port from them we've seen all of their pc ports have had issues at launch the uncharted collection was not great it had stuttering issues i forgot that even came over to be honest yeah i've not seen anybody talk about that since it it had stuttering issues it had issues where if you used a mouse it was had jerky controls it wasn't a smooth movement unlike on a controller but those issues got ironed out uh, but with The Last of Us, it seems like there are way more, there are deeper issues than that. There are. It seems like instead of it being just like a, a they moved over and there are some teething problems, this seems like the port has not been done very well. And I know that it was done by, is it Iron Galaxy who did it? Iron, who it seems like famous? it's actually not Iron Galaxy. I think Iron Galaxy assisted and worked on it. And I think their name okay. is on it because they probably ported over the Naughty Dog engine initially for the Uncharted collection. Uh, but it seems like the majority of the work was done by Naughty Dog in-house based on the blog post that they put, they wrote and that they were really excited to get back to being a PC developer because that was their heritage and their prestige. Uh, it's like the, a prestigious platform to be a part of and that their games wouldn't be exclusive to PlayStation going forwards. Uh, but it just seems like the port's not been done well. Initially, at first mm-hmm. glance, I, w- I went into the, to it and I was like, wow, this is shaping up to be a really great, great port. We had all of the settings when you launch it Every kind of graphical toggle you could think of is there. You've got DLSS3, you've got FSR2, 
Uh, it's got VRR support. Everything you could think of, it's got 21 by 9 support. Anything you could think of as a PC gamer, it's there. It just doesn't add. It doesn't shape up once you actually get into the game, which is a real, yeah. which is a, which is a real shame because I was really excited about it and I wasn't expecting the world from it. I would be happy to play this game on low if low actually worked. You know, there are other mm-hmm. issues aside from the crashes and the memory leak, which have plagued people. If you play this on a on a base Steam Deck without doing any of the UMA mods, without doing, um, uh, without installing Cryobytes, um, Cryo Utilities 2.0. You're going to have crashes. And I had crashes in other games similar to that. Diablo 4, I had crashes once it ran out of uh, video RAM. But I can I, I can accept that, right? It's a lower-powered device. And, and I, I do think that um, a studio should really be targeting it. It's clearly got a, a, a huge market share. It's clearly one PC configuration that a lot of people are using. But I've had yeah. thing, issues like textures not even loading in. And it's not just on Steam Deck. I've seen people complaining about this on, on PC. Textures on the walls and the floor, they're meant to get clearer as you get closer, as the level of detail gets um, greater as you get close to them. But there's a section where Tess is is uh, helping Joel over a wall, and there's a sign in front of it, and you're meant to be able to read the sign. It's a sign about Fedra and it being closed down, and it adds a bit of context to what's going on in the, the kind of QZ. And... And um, you just can't read it. It's just it's a blurry, blurry suit. Yeah. And I and I've had that throughout. And I was I've got to a point where I'm just I'm gonna I'm just gonna wait. I think until um, this game's in in a far better state. I don't know about you. Yeah, I've I was going to sort of give it a good fair shake because I had not really played this much. I sort of started it on PS when the PS. Four, sorry, five first came out. It was my first PlayStation, so I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll start it." But it just didn't gel with me. And then when they were doing part one, I, I thought, "All right, I'll um, I'll try this." And then now it's coming to PC, and I thought, "Cool, I'll just I'll play it there." That's where I prefer to play things. Um, but yeah, the, now I'm just like, I've got other things to play. You know, I, I've Dredge has just come out. I was playing Inscription. Um, plenty of games out there that are fighting for my well, time. Resident Evil Four just came out, and I imagine a bunch yeah. of people is just like. I'll go play that zombie game, which plays at a locked 40 FPS now on Steam Deck and looks, I think, comparable. It looks very, very good. And I think it's probably graphically on the same level, at least for my eyes, as The Last of Us Part 1. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, maybe not if you compare the, the, the PlayStation. But, well, actually, it's very possibly is, actually, if you compare it to like, the PlayStation version, because... It's a very nice, good-looking game, Resident Evil 4. But um, yeah, I think that you know that's probably the one that I'm going to look at next after I finish Dredge, or before I even think about playing The Last of Us. Is is probably all right. Let's let's do Resident Evil instead. Um, and it's, it's just a just a big old shame, if you ask me. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. I kind of regret not buying this on PS5 at this point because I I, mm-hmm. I really wanted to play the game again, but I wanted to play it handheld because I played I've played The Last of Us, the original. Last of Us on PS3 and the remaster on PS4, and I've played the remaster at least three times. So I've played this game a lot. I know this game. Uh, I've just watched the TV series, so I wasn't necessarily bothered about playing it on a TV and seeing like the cinematics in full 4K. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to experience the game, and I wanted to play it handheld. I just kind of wish I'd have bought it on PS5 and then used Chiaki. Um, and if you're yeah. not familiar with Chiaki, there's a tutorial about it over on our YouTube channel. 
um, and just streamed it remote play from my PS5 to my Steam Deck because I feel like that yeah. would have been a much better experience than this. That would be a better. Port. You get better performance, wouldn't you? You know, you you'd be having the PS5 experience, which where which is where the game was originally made for, and that and that I guess makes sense. But you should you think that a lot of these things should, should be scalable? Though. I genuinely no, I think, don't. I think like, if you're going to sell a PC port and put the work in to port it over, look at what Nixies is able to achieve with the Spider-Man ports. Like, mm-hmm. It's a truly phenomenal job. And um, Horizon Forbidden... Uh, not Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn. That looks great. Zero Dawn. Came over with yeah. like extra options. God of War came over and, and supported like 4K, ultra-wide, DLSS 3. Yeah. Supported all of that stuff. They should be used to it by now. Days gone, you know, they, they should be used to to being able to put these games out. And I wonder if it's just the company they chose to help them out with it or who knows what it could be. But well, it is Possibly. Uh, I mean, Iron Galaxy, as I said, helped out with the Uncharted port, wasn't particularly well received and um, uh, very performant at launch, but it's um, got better with patches. And um, I just want to highlight the fact that this game is currently being updated. If you have a look over on Steam uh, DB, you can see that they are working on the game. They put out the 1.01.6 patch two days ago. Uh, but you can see, looking at the uh, the private branches that they've got on the uh, Steam repo, that the Dev Daily uh, branch was updated six hours ago. So I would expect um, a bunch of uh, updates to come in probably uh, next week. Um, or maybe we'll get one um before the weekend we're recording this on uh, recording this on friday so maybe we'll get one today um who knows but i think for now with the current situation i'm just going to wait and i'll probably restart the game i've only just got to the bit with um with joel and tess and i I went and got the the guns back kind of thing um so i'm not particularly far into the game Uh, but as you say it's just a real shame and, and obviously i can imagine unless you've you're not really um aligned with kind of the gaming news and stuff you won't have been able to miss that people have been complaining about this game. So uh, yeah. kind of take this as a PSA if you've not heard, but don't go by The Last of Us <clears> yet until um, until some patches have been, been um, yeah. issued. Wait off and play something else that you've not played before. You know, if you've, if you've waited long enough to play uh, The Last of Us, maybe play something like Inscription or try something new out like Dredge. Uh, you know, these these games that have uh, have just come out or have been out for a while that run perfectly on Steam Deck and are well worth your your time. Um, or Vampire Survivors. I mean, that just Vampire won a BAFTA Survivors. last night for best yeah. game. Oh, did it? Yeah. You love to see it, don't you? You love <laughs> to see it. Or maybe I should download Elden Ring and finally finish that. Yes. Anyway, well, you're gonna have to start it first, aren't you? Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, just a bit of housekeeping before we get into some more news. I want to thank our Patreon producers for the month of March. No, is it going to be March? Yes, it is. It's coming out today, so March. Uh, they are, of course, <laughs> Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valens, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasmai, aka Sobi, Snacky Go, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you so much for your support over on patreoncom games. And of course, that's where Yuko uh, can go to support us. Um, head over there; you can um, support us at any level. Uh, we really appreciate your support. It helps keeps the keeps the mics uh, rolling. Um, but if you can't support us there, no worries. Um, just feel free to head over to flipscreen.games, and you can find us everywhere on the web, including on Discord. It's the best place to uh, come and interact with us and uh, keep the conversation rolling after we finish. Anyway, um, next piece of news: Dolphin. The the GameCube emulator and Wii, I guess, Wii emulator, 
coming to both, Steam, yeah. which was a real yeah. surprise. And and it looks like Oatmeal Dome, you know, uh, Oatmeal Dome, the data miner and a modder for uh, over on the Switch scene. Right. Yeah. Had a, it was basically their pet project. Um, so it's nice to okay. see that it's it's coming to Steam. Um, and I think. You know, some people are kind of, well, why do I need that? I can just go over to the desktop mode. I can download it from the Discover Store on yep. Steam Deck, or I can use MU Deck. MU Deck, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this makes it so you get cloud saves. And I think that's yes. the biggest thing, right? You can play the game on your Steam Deck. You can close it. The cloud saves will sync up to the to the Valve servers. And then you can go over to your PC. And if you download a Dolphin through Steam on your on your PC, you can continue playing. And I think it's such a cool move from them, and I really hope um, it's something we see from other emulators moving forward. Yeah, you've nailed it there. That is the, the the big selling point. I was probably like many people was when it was first announced. I was like, well, like, what's the point? It doesn't matter. I've already got it, and you know, if I want to, uh, you know, use these these emulators, I've already got them installed. But as soon as I saw cloud servers, I was like, right, I get it now. You can you can now use if you're not a dock person or you'd rather sort of like. Um, use the Steam Deck like I do sometimes where you play on the PC and you move over and you pick up the Steam Deck, um, you now have the option of just of, of doing that. Um, what, you know, I know that Amy Deck does sort of support cloud saves. They've, they've added support it's for their it. own cloud saves, and you obviously only get that if you use Emu Deck on another device. Um, and, mm-hmm. I th- and I think currently it doesn't necessarily support other devices. I don't even think it pulls it down. I think it, you have to manually go and collect it. It just, it just pops it on there you for do, you. So it's yeah. not a perfect solution um and i think this this is a this is a great solution you know this is um this is something that is would possibly get me to move over and maybe start using dolphin in steam as opposed to emu deck um and also like like with where um where steam's going to start detect automatically detecting how many cores to use it sort of gets rid of the use for for power tools as well and i think it's it's a good step in the direction of you pick up your steam deck you don't have to you know because for a lot of people i think the steam deck is quite a uh um power user device it's quite a, what's the word i'm looking for uh i think it's like I an enthusiast couple weeks, device like uh, device. yeah we had this exact dream, discussion yeah yeah so that could put some people off oh i've got to tinker around with it to get the best out of it if these things are just on steam if you can just go on steam <laughs> Excuse me. If you can just go on Steam, oh god, sorry. I think I think for me, you're right. It's like if you can just go on Steam and download it, it takes out that element. I I can imagine because I know my dad's probably one of them where he's never even gone into desktop mode and doesn't want to tinker yeah. that side of things and wants to use it as a console. One thing yeah. I hope this means is that um, we get a potentially a controller layout for Dolphin because at the at the moment. Everything's mouse based, mouse and keyboard, and to mm-hmm. configure everything, it's got, it's got to be done with the mouse and keyboard. I hope this means they put some kind of interface over it, you know, similar to uh, how RetroArch works, where potentially you can have like your artwork there and you can just click into the game you want to play. Um, and even, and I can imagine the configuration is going to be done out of the box, right? It's probably going to support Steam input, so you can have the multiple controller support there. You don't have to worry about setting up gyro and doing any of that stuff. It should yeah. hopefully just work. Yeah, the way that I currently currently do it is um, once I've used Steam ROM Manager uh, to put the game on the on 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 the Steam Deck homepage, I will just load it and then 
configure the controls myself from in there instead of i'd never enter the menus of any of the emulators because it is a bit of a nightmare unless you have the mouse the keyboard the dot which i, I now have and i am finding it easier now to go okay cool let's mod this game let's um let's get the best performance out of the 3ds because i can just type in the codes and stuff like that now it's easier but for a lot of users that's not the case so if you could just boot straight in uh and it's all set up for you and then but even even if it is all set up for you you do need to make tweaks it's just a simple you press the 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 start button you use the, the controller or the buttons to actually navigate through the menus to make it a native in that way is is going to be big uh for for everyone yeah i do wonder how it's going to work with setting up like things like bioses and like mm. adding your roms in general because emudex new update is making that even easier you can now just load the um you can load them onto a usb stick and you can add the roms from another machine and then just pop them in and emudeca populate it and do all the steam rom manager stuff and obviously you're not going to get the core steam rom manager stuff that you get where you can have like the artwork directly in your library but some people don't want that i'm one of them mm-hmm. i use the um, emulation station so do i you? kind of keep all of the roms out of the way and i only have some games that I'm playing frequently at the moment is Simpsons Hit and Run and Crazy Taxi that I've got in my classics. in my library. Yeah, real classics. Um, <laughs> I'm I I think for me I'm probably still going to continue to use Emudeck because it sets up every um ev- every emulator and does it all in one hit and I can have mm-hmm. basically everything managed by Steam ROM Manager and Emulation Station. But as you say, I think for for a lot of people this is going to be. Um, going to be the easy solution i go on steam and i yeah. and I download it and like i said you might be you might be someone who who uses their i mean it's on their pc a lot uh and this means that you can just swap between them quite easily and there's no need for you to you can just pick up where you left off and and um that's a huge bonus i think that for me personally it wouldn't work there are going to be loads of people that do move over so they can just like the switch swap and swap and change pick it up and uh play wherever um I think it, yeah. Like what you said earlier about could this be the where emulators start going? That'd be very interesting. If it maybe if all of Emudeck could just move straight into Steam, if if uh, that'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Like you just click download, yeah. If that then supports cloud, Steam cloud saves, and then you just have, you know, it's it's you can just emulate everything, and it'd be so easy, and you can tweak everything, and yeah, you just get the most out of the Steam Deck without having to pull your hair out for a little while to actually get it working. You know. Yeah, because sometimes setting up the the BIOSes and getting everything in the mm. right place and configuring the folders and all of that stuff is a bit of a palaver. Yeah. And I can imagine having it natively on Steam is going to be a lot easier. Um, I know, Max, you said you've now got the, the dock, and I know you got yes. that last week, right? Have you, have you had a chance to play with it much? How are you getting on with it? I've used it quite a lot, actually. Um, I took it to work and I sort of docked it. So I, I got the package uh, when I was at work. So I sort of had my scenic with me, put it in, tested it out, mouse and keyboard in, and I was essentially just using the um, the, 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 piece, the screen that I usually use for working. I had my laptop next to me. I had uh, the Steam Deck on it and I was sort of testing some games out and I was, um, I've sort of docked before using a little dongle before on my TV here, but running it at uh, on a 4K TV, um, it had some issues unless I manually set the 
the resolution and i think some of the games maybe when you take what is a 720p image and you expand it that much don't look great but on a sort of smaller 1080p um screen it was great i played some inscription on there um i played a little bit of gta just to sort of try it out doom eternal still had some issues um it's still when i booted it up booted in like 460p and it was too small to read anything and i had to navigate through the menu to try and work it out it does that whenever i sort of change the resolution of what it's outputting at it seems to do that um but i also uh, tried out desktop mode and it was you know like having a full desktop experience you know yeah. i was able to sort of flick really through the well. menus flick through the before i've sort of found it a bit of a bit of a, a difficult thing i've either had to have the dongle attached to the steam deck and the steam deck down like in my lap and then the mouse over like on a, on the bed or on on a desk somewhere and it just doesn't feel right this felt right and i loaded up marvel snap and it played really well um and i could definitely see myself using it more i don't think for me right now it's going to have much home use i don't think i'm going to sort of take this home play a lot of games on here because i have the pc but i think to take it elsewhere uh and play uh, maybe on um, if I'm away like in, in an Airbnb or if like I say if I'm at work uh, places where I might want to not even just just use it as a game system but also use it as a small computer uh, streaming and things like that I think is going to be um, very very good yeah I, I really like mine um, I've got a third party dock as well uh, which was sent to us um, and in terms of comparison is that one of the who who sent us those? Uh, do you know what? I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a generic doc from Amazon. I'll post a link in the description. Okay. And this is it thing... not one of the JS, JSAL, no, whatever it's their not name is. No, it's not JSOX. It was like from something. It's like a generic doc, okay. but it actually works really, really well. It's made of it's made of metal rather than plastic. Okay. Um, but it doesn't come with um with the charger, so you. You, you kind of got to make the decision as to whether you want the charger, whether that's important to you or whether you can you just go for a cheaper dock. But you do get the USB-C for the power, um, HDMI, three USB ports, and um, Ethernet on the side. Um, so it Ethernet's works, been very handy. Yeah, it Ethernet's works. Ethernet's been great. It's downloading really quickly. Yeah, it's really nice to have it because obviously the Steam Deck doesn't have Wi-Fi 6, so um, not, the, not the fastest. Um, connection. Yeah, and it just it just any time I try and download anything on the Steam Deck, it can just freeze my entire network. Um, so it's really good to be able to just plug it in and run it through that. Where where I don't care if things get frozen on there because it's just purely for my computer and the network. So yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, there's a full review over on our YouTube channel, and I and I highlight some of the issues that I had with it. I think for me, um, the biggest issue I had was. Uh, it missing some of the functionality that I was hoping for. Like uh, it didn't have, it still doesn't have VRR support. Um, mm-hmm. And I really want that, but it does have um, a lot of use cases, right? I've used this. I used the dock when I managed to brick my steam deck and I needed to recover it. And I could just dock it in there, hook it up to a screen, uh, put in the recovery drive and then I could um, I could get it working fine, but it's it's also great if you want to stream. You can like install OBS on this. You could stream some games. Mm-hmm. You can hook up a, a a webcam. I hooked up my uh, camera that I use for for the podcast on there. You could do programming on it. It is just a PC. You get a whole full desktop environment, which is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think if you're kind of on the fence with it, uh, maybe the price is something that um, is kind of putting you off. Maybe just look at a cheaper dock and, and use the existing charger that you've got 
Um, you can find them on on uh, Amazon for about 30, 40 quid. And I think yeah. it's well worth it because even if you only play a few games on TV, like I've got a bunch of the Jackbox games on Steam. Um, and so being able to plug the Steam Deck into the TV when we have some friends over, we can just play some Jackbox, which is really, really uh, nice. And we don't have to worry about buying it on another system or whatever because I've already got yeah. it on Steam. I always say that my favourite thing about PC gaming is choice. You know, you have a choice of where you buy your games, you have a choice of how you play them, you have a choice of what input device you use, you have a choice of um, the, the, whether you want graphics or performance, blah, blah, blah. You have all this choice. And um, the dock is just like another level of choice. You know, it's like, okay, where do I want to, Yeah. you know, can I play it elsewhere? It, take, it takes the PC on the go experience and makes it possible to have a PC experience on the go if it, with a mouse and keyboard, if that makes sense. I know you could do it with a laptop before, but this is just a, an easier to carry around solution. You pop it down, uh, and you don't even need a screen to output it to. If you want to use a mouse and keyboard and have the dock just sitting in the dock, works yeah, like that works as well. Great. So, yeah. and and one thing I will say is the Steam Deck dock is quite. Um, it's got quite a thin or narrow area where the, the Steam Deck docks in, so it yeah. won't work with um, like the Project Kill Switch that the brand sells, yeah. but they do sell like an adapter, or you can just buy a third-party dock which has got a little bit more room in there, um, and even with the connector on top, the uh, the Steam the official Steam Deck one is very quite sculpted to the to the device, mm-hmm. and so it won't necessarily fit in if you've got a skin or a third-party case on. So that's just something to be aware of as well, but. I I think the dock for me is kind of an essential um, now, having had it for for like six months. Um, I just like having somewhere to put my Steam Deck once I'm done with it and charge it. And even having that as like a charging station is really yeah. nice for me. I had this thought yesterday when I um, I was playing Dredge and I was like, right, I should probably go to bed. All of a sudden it's half ten. And I was like, okay, I'll charge my Steam Deck for tomorrow. And I plugged in the, the uh, charger and then I was like, Right, where do I put this? Uh, now I've got because what the way I use my Steam Deck, or the way I charge my Steam Deck is I plug it in, turn the case, turn the, the Steam Deck in the case ninety degrees, yeah, and then close the case over it so it's sort of like half open. It's never fully protected. I worry about getting warm, and I was like, really wish I had the dock here, not left at work. In fact, I, I actually bought it home. I'm going to use it today to just sort of set it down there where where my PlayStation used to be, um, and just have it sort of pride and place on that little table. So. Um, yeah, just having somewhere to charge it that's not just... Oh, I guess it's in the case, like an open-faced sandwich or yeah, a clam. Yeah, no, it's really weird. Mine's and next I can to just my bed like down. that right now. I should probably take this other dock in there and, and have it set up in my bedroom because the other one's connected to yeah. the TV in the living room. Perfect. Options. We love it. Yeah. Choice. Well, we've got a couple of questions from the question block that I just want to uh, use to close out the show, and then I kind of want to pick your brains on Dredge because I want to know if I should pick it up. Uh, first question we had was from Yoren. He, uh, they emailed in and said, Hi, Steve and Max. I'm a new listener and a new Steam Deck user. I found your podcast while doing research on the deck and I'm enjoying your episodes. I wanted to share my story of buying the Steam Deck and ask you a question that I think might be interesting for your show. It's about the docking experience, which is uh, a good, good timing, <laughs> and the direction Great of SteamOS. My girlfriend and I moved in together recently and I found myself with very little time to play video games on our <coughs> PS4. I would take up the entire living room and it would take too long to start a game. I got very jealous of my girlfriend who had a Nintendo Switch and could play games on the couch or on the go. That's when I got interested in the Steam Deck. We were lucky enough to order two Steam Decks and a docking station last week when Valve had them on sale. Wow. 
Uh, we've had them for a few days now, and we love them. They run great. They're comfy, and the battery life is fine. She's been playing Bears and Breakfast and other indie games. Bears and Breakfast, by the way, is an underrated game. Uh, it was. It didn't make my list of favorite games from 2022. It almost did, but it's a great management sim. Um, and I'm finally playing Bioshock and Oberdin. and Oberdim and Bioshock also phenomenal games. We also mm -hmm. plan to use them as media center PC with the dock. However, we notice that the docking experience is not very smooth yet. Sometimes the screen resolution is not optimal. Sometimes the output's not detected and gives a black screen. And streaming movies on a 4K TV has micro stutters. My question for the show is what Valve is planning to do with SteamOS in the future. Will SteamOS 3.5 and the SMT bug almost behind us? What will Valve focus on next? Will it make the docking experience better? Will it make SteamOS generally available? Add HDR support. I would appreciate if you could share your thoughts on this topic. Thank you for your awesome podcast and keep up the good work. Kind regards, Yoren. Thank you for your great email, Yoren. Um, I really enjoyed reading this and uh, thank you for listening and uh, and uh, good job on finding us. And congrats uh, on the two Steam decks. Like, that's yeah, like that's real. Massive. Yeah, especially grabbing those while they were on sale. That's really good. Yeah. Congratulations on moving in together as well. That's nice. Um, yeah, I I think with the the as we were just talking about docks, I'll sort of talk about the the docking experience. I agree that it's not very smooth, and I think for anything other than gaming, I, I was struggling with it. I was trying to use it to output uh, Disney Plus a while back, and ended up having just some issues where I kept um, disconnecting the wrong screen, or I couldn't use it at all. I How had to are you sort using of like Disney unplug Plus? It and are you using that yeah. in um, in desktop mode? In, in in desktop mode, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't really get it to work very well. Um, so, uh, so there is a way. I think for, yeah, there movies. is a way for that in gaming mode, right? So you could just install a browser, okay, um, and use and use gaming mode. Um, Isn't there a plugin for a decky plugin for Chrome? I believe there's a plugin that will add like a bunch of them as like um, thumbnails in in your library. So you yeah. can have like all of the media services that you use. I think you can also just install Plex or maybe Kodi from Steam itself. I Plex think that's is, on yeah. there. Um, so there are. So I, I have Plex and I use Plex, but I, I think specifically you wanted to. Um, what's that one? Disney Plus at the time. Excuse me. <coughs> um, yeah, I think Plex is a great option. However, you have to have something to run it off. I don't think the Steam Deck could encode very well on, especially if you're running a. a uh, like 4k content on the steam deck i think that you're going to run into big issues there um so plex is probably an option if, if you have a, another pc to run it off but i think the fact that you have the ps4 um i think right now until they up till they add some updates to the docked experience i would say just use the ps4 as a media center i don't know about you steve if you agree with that or not but i think that i mean I the steam deck docked the, experience isn't there yet i use the built-in apps on my tv so i'm not the right person to answer this i'm, I'm yeah so I, I also do it yeah to, it comes to this i used to use like an apple tv and i've used a chromecast and i've used a amazon fire stick and a roku stick i even mm -hmm. wrote some like posts about this over on my blog but i'm not i'm not necessarily um looking to use it as a media center however i do think that the docked experience is probably next on the list i actually think the next 3.5 is going to wrap up and i think that's going to be the uh, the release that they use to to kind of send it out to general release and so you can install it on different devices and different pcs and we can have the dual boot with windows i think that's probably where they're trying to get to and then after that I think HDR and the docking experience kind of go hand in hand because mm -hmm. the the built-in screen on the Steam Deck will never support HDR, but outputting to a TV with HDMI 2.1, which the the 
the dock has and the Steam Deck is a, capable of outputting, we should be able to support um, VRR or FreeSync and we should be able to support HDR. Um, and we've seen from Plagman over on Twitter advertising that HDR's uh, on the works for SteamOS and, and he showed a screenshot of, I think it was Doom Eternal, um, playing with with HDR. They've just added ray tracing for that title in particular as well. So it seems like that's yeah. kind of their experimentation ground. Um, so I could see HDR coming. Um, but I think the Doctor experience needs needs some work. I would say gaming mode is really where they've kind of spent. They need to spend the time to to get it working. In desktop mode, it kind of just works like plugging in a second monitor to any PC where you can extend the screens or you can mirror the screens. You've got like a bunch of options. But in gaming mode, I still have issues the same as uh, Yorin where I sometimes get a, a black screen Like if the, and when I restart the Steam Deck, it won't connect and I've got to get up and I've got to unplug yeah. it and plug it back in. So like if I install an yeah, update yeah. or it crashes, I've got to constantly get up and down to to unplug it and plug it back in, which is a shame. Um, I can't run busy it. Busy work. It's just, yeah. just busy work, isn't and, it? And I can't run it at 40, uh, 40 hertz, which I want to be able to run it at. I can set it to 40 hertz, and it will output at 40 hertz. But as I said in our review, I lose sound. It will not output any sound mm. then, and it's not a great experience. I want is to... that still the case? Even That's with updates still the case, even with all of the updates today. Wow. Um, so it's it's... It's not been. It's clearly not been their focus, and I can imagine it's because the percentage of people that have bought a dock and used the Steam Deck docked is is probably minuscule in comparison to the number of Steam Decks out there. Um, oh yeah. But I do hope that they are able to Im- improve that a- experience. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I, yeah, I think that we've said before, like when the dock came out, uh, we we said that <clears throat> it's been good to be a part of this uh early access not early access like an early adopter thing where things are improving and we get to benefit from those improvements and at no point sort of do i feel like i'm going to regret being an early adopter um but i think there's just a lot of patience involved and i think this is one of those things that's going to require some patience and uh, the doc's great for doing certain things the way i've been using it has been has been really good for me but i don't think it would replace anything for me just now like i wouldn't replace the ps4 or my ps5 with or my PC to case to my TV, I wouldn't replace that with a Steam Deck connected to the TV because it's just never going to give me the same performance. Um, I do, but think, I think it's got though, its use cases. I do think though there are some use cases where it can work, right? Because I have used the Steam Deck hooked up to a second screen in my uh, in my office mm-hmm. where I am now, and I've streamed from the PS5 in the living room where I want to play, or the Xbox in the living room where I want to play like Elden Ring or even say The Last of Us Part 1 and I want to stream it rather than playing mm-hmm. it on device, I can do that. Works great as a Steam Link device or with Moonlight where you can stream from yeah. a, a higher powered PC if you if you want to do that and then take it into more of like a, a couch mode rather than having to sit at a desk. Um, so it depends on your configuration in your house. Like you're quite fortunate that you've, you're able to hook up a, a PC to a, to a TV, but I know a lot of people... They have the PC in a different room to where their TV is, so having yes. the option is is nice. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, just just me just being in one room. I think when I move, when I have uh, you know my my PC in one room, my TV in another room, and I'm going to want to have my PlayStation sort of downstairs with the TV, and I think it's going to become a bit harder then, and maybe I will experiment more with using the the dock. But I also think that then that's where options, like you said, of, of streaming games to the Steam Deck 
using it as a Steam link instead of using it as a, a the, the, the device that's playing the game will probably be a massive benefit to me. Um, yeah. That's just not worth me doing right now when my PC is already is attached to the exact same TV. Yeah, Steam link's great. Um, one last thing I think we're probably going to see um, outside of Steam OS improvements, which obviously HDR and VRR and the docking experiences is probably some changes to the client the steam client i think now that we've got the customization menu with the, the custom startup movies that you can buy from the store mm-hmm. i think next is themes um and i think themes are probably on the way um, i'm hopeful that we get official support for plugins at some point but i'm not i'm um, holding my breath i know we had plugins on the desktop client for a while and same with themes on the desktop client um but i hope that they they do make their way to to the new I don't Steam remember plugins experience. They, yeah, they kind of got phased out for a while. Like you could install stuff like TeamSpeak and things as like built into Steam, and then it would come up in like the Steam oh. overlay. So you could have um, oh could yeah have plugins in in that way. Um, it was it was really just to add additional when was features. That? Um, I don't know when we had Steam plugins and when they got phased out. Let me have a quick yeah. look. I just I just do not remember any of that. But maybe that was a time when I wasn't uh, gaming on my PC and therefore. I just don't remember it at all. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, I know there was Crankshaft, which is um, also something that you can do in order to to install plugins. But um, that was an, uh, also working on PC. So um, I might be mistaken, but I'm sure we had plugins at some point. Um, we definitely had. No, you're probably right. We definitely yeah. had themes, and I'd like to see that come over as, as well, just for an added bit. I remember themes. I definitely remember themes, and then they sort of when they did this new new Steam that has the um, where the library sort of like is in the the, the grids along with the images and it's stuff. It's like a that, merge that sort of, went away, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's like a merge of some of the Steam Steam Deck UI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. On desktop. Yeah. All right, we've got yeah, one. Maybe they'll treat. Maybe I think we've. Oh, sorry, go on. No, you carry on. I was going to say I think it's it's we've been saying a lot about how it seems like they're treating the Steam Deck as more of a console in some ways and that maybe themes and things that are typically console uh, you know, features may be sort of like a priority in the future. I mean, I so, think yeah. it makes sense. You need, We need to have something to spend our points on. That We all got given like a, a million yeah. points for buying a Steam Deck and you can't really spend them on anything because um, there's yeah. nothing worthwhile in that. I bought my theme for my um, profile and I've not changed it once yeah. since. Wait, I what don't... did you go for? I can't even. That's remember. what. That's what. That's what episode you it's, missed. You weren't off for it. But it's some yeah, like rain. It's some like rainbow theme with like a rainbow around my okay. thing. You know, I've got to, got to show, um, show off my my queer side. Um, but, yeah. um, uh, I think I think for me that we need to we need something more substantial to spend those points on. And and I think it can also work in the same way that they did it on the piece on the desktop side, and same with the profiles, right? You used to get them as like pre-order bonuses. If you bought like a game, you would get like a theme mm-hmm. or some additional like trading cards and stuff. Well, that's how let's expand that to have that be Steam the- Steam Deck themes or Steam themes. Like when this becomes the UI across all platforms, because it's already the new big picture UI. They're obviously integrating sections of it into the desktop. When it becomes the one UI, which they're clearly working towards, I think we get we get themes then. Um, and it would be really nice to see. I mean, Steam theme just sounds just sounds good, doesn't it? So that's yeah. just it'd be silly not to with yeah. a name like that. Uh, final <laughs> question for for this week's show. My my dad, Andy Rads, one of our Patreon producers, who is apparently Arnold J. Rimmer, um, <laughs> said, "God of War, 
Steam Deck or PS5? And this one's a question for you, Matt. This is a no-brainer. Uh, if you're talking price, you're talking performance, you're talking um, any factor you can think of, it's PS5. Um, it's probably the same price, probably cheaper on PS5 to buy. So you just buy the PS4 version and apply the update. That's always going to be cheaper than wherever you can find a PC key, uh, let alone just sort of waiting for a Steam sale. Uh, God of War on the PS5 can be run at 4K. A60, gorgeous looking game. One of the, you know, even uh, where are we? Five years down the line, still one of the best looking games I think that's ever come out. Um, probably only really topped by something like Ragnarok. Um, you get to sort of like soak it in on a big TV, uh, and it is like a game that's just packed full of detail, and you, it really feels cinematic. And I think that while you would get benefit from that on the PC, you're playing on PC and you wanted to swap between the two, maybe. But if you're just going purely Steam Deck, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. I would just say pick it up on the ps5 and uh then when you beat the game you then have the option of just immediately picking up ragnarok and going through that again which i also <clears throat> highly recommend so yeah that's a that is a no-brainer and i'm sure if pete was here with me to, with us today not he sounds like he's died if pete wasn't <laughs> busy and we couldn't record <laughs> he would be screaming the exact same thing back at me as well so i think it's also worth noting that god of war is i mean god of war on ps5 is 15.99 it's very cheap you can get the yep. cheapest key I could find for PC was seventeen fifty. Um, it's also worth noting it's on PlayStation Plus. So if you subscribe to that already, or you want to subscribe for a month, you'll probably get through God of God of War. The, the isn't that isn't that going away? Have they lost that yet? They're getting, they were getting rid of the PS Plus. Collection, they got rid of the PS Plus collection. You can play on the like middle tier now, like the one that gives you games oh, okay. and stuff. Like you subscribe for like eleven yeah, ninety nine a month. I don't care enough to do that. I think I think people um, I people who play PS5 games. all the time though do that, and I think oh, it makes yeah. sense to yeah, play it there. You can also stream it mm -hmm. to, your, to your Steam Deck, as we said, like use something like Chiaki to, to stream yeah. it. That's a possibility. Oh yeah, too. then yeah. If you yeah, want to play it handheld, even if you want to play it in bed, yeah, you yeah. Got... The only thing I would say is if you want to take it on the go, um, then the Steam Deck is really your kind of only option. There, you can't really take your PS5 portably. Um, and yeah, and I think God of War for the most part does run pretty well on Steam Deck from from what I've heard. Um, I'm interested yes. to try it out, but I think maybe that is one that I would want to try on PS5 with the Dual Sense, with the like adaptive triggers, yeah. and all of that stuff, and just experience those cinematics and that story on a 4K screen. Um, so yeah, I think for me probably I would agree with you, and I would go down the PS5 route for that one. Yeah. But if you've got a big PC, a though, ago, I thought... that's like maybe Oh, yeah, right if, you've got, if you've got like a... Yeah, yeah, if you've got a big PC and you want to use it like I, you know, like 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 a Switch, then yeah, I recommend doing it on there because then you can play it on the big screen. You can sort of soak it in for the way that it should be soaked in. It very much feels like a sit down in front of the TV and watch it, like like because of the, the cinematics are quite movie-like. So, um, but yeah, if you'd rather... And also you get the option of playing it in bed, which is the second time today I've thought about your dad in bed, Steve. So, um... <laughs> I can't. I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, I'd say PS Five because it's yeah. In every in every factor, it's it's probably equally as good, if not better, than even the the playing it on a PC. So yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. Right, Max, closing out the show. Tell me about Hello. tell me about Dredge. Sell me on Dredge. What is it? So Dredge, Dredge is a 
it's sort of got roguelike elements. So I've not, I'm only like an hour or two into it, and uh, it's... Oh, excuse me, I've just got a stretch. Uh, it's so far very simple. You have a little boat, and it's quite nice, and you, you sail out to sea, and there's little um, patches where there's fish, and you there's a quite a simple fishing mini game. Um, and then there's patches you can't quite fish yet because you don't have the right equipment. Uh, you, you go out in the day... As you move and as you fish, the time goes on. Uh, at night time, things come out, it seems, to get you. So you want to get back in, at, at night. And then at night, you can sell your fish. You can upgrade your ship. You can um, buy new rods. You can sort of talk to the, the, the villagers. Um, and so far, it seems like there's a pretty simple story. And there's a pretty simple um, you know, loop of out, fish, back, out, fish, back. But then you get like a new rod and you can um, fish in shallow water for... Um, eels uh or you can um eventually get like ones where you can fish lower down you can get rods that do multiple things so you don't have to carry so many rods you, you have to manage your inventory space so some of the fish are uh flounders are, are a four two by two grid uh, a four um a cod is a um like an L shape, uh, a, I think I can't remember what the original, the first fish is, it's like mackerel or something, blue mackerel maybe, and that's just uh, one, you know, um, two by one, and you have a boat shaped inventory, so you have to move it around and fit them all in uh, to sort of maximise how many fish you can go out and get. Um, and so far it seems pretty simple, it seems like you'll be able to go and visit other islands, uh, there's ways to upgrade your ship, there's going to be, um, you're currently sort of indebted to the mayor, very much like Animal Crossing, where he's giving you a boat and he's like, you can pay me back when, you know, I'll take a percentage of all your sales. So so far I'm sort of generally like making Animal some Crossing, money. Then, and... Like a percentage of all of your sales. <laughs> Tom Nook is like the, the worst businessman in the world, he's just like, yeah, penny back whenever. <laughs> yeah. No interest. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean the mayor does seem like he knows he knows business. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so far I'm, I'm enjoying it. It seems quite um, relaxing so far. If it's going out fishing, there's not really been any stresses for me just yet. But I get the feeling that when it gets to night time and you've got to turn your light on, and I get the feeling that there will be some sort of nasty creepies out there, and that there's going to be a big risk factor of going out into open water because i'm very much contained within this little cove for now and i'm very happy with that but i think i'm gonna have to go out and explore more and um go to different islands get different fish uh and there's also like quests and things like i think he wants me to go and take something to another island the mayor does and there's also a, a the fishmonger you sell the fish to he's like oh i've had an order for these two fish if you can get them that'd be great there's an old hag who sort of gave me a stern look and warned me to leave um so i think there's i think it's going to get more interesting as it goes on I'm looking forward to playing more because uh, it does uh, very much seem like a fun sit-down game. I played it on PC and on Steam Deck, uh, and so far it seems to play fine on both. Um, it's just getting used to the mouse and keyboard controls on the PC versus the um, controller controls on the Steam Deck. I think I prefer the controllers, controller controls because there's not really much moving around and clicking and precision and stuff. It's still like when you're fishing, it's still you have to press F at the right time, whereas that's just an A or a B or whatever the button is for it. might even be X, actually, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to playing this. Um, I'd ra much rather be playing this right now than struggling with The Last of Us. Um, for that, that's for sure. Yeah, I think we're probably going to end <laughs> uh, so, up picking this yeah. one up. It looks really cool. Um, I, wasn't... I think it's pretty cheap. £19, £21, whatever it is. It's not bad at all. Yeah. No. Awesome. Well, yep. thanks for thanks for joining me uh, as always today, Max. It seemed like a, a decent episode. Um, as always, thank you so much to our Patreon producers. And if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash games. You can find us everywhere we are on the web, including Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. If you're not watching this on YouTube, we, we 
do the fancy YouTube thing because I know most of you listen to audio. <laughs> um, and we shall catch you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye-bye.